This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Today is Tuesday, February 23rd, 2021. On this day in 2002, Colombian presidential candidate Ingrid Betancourt was traveling to the demilitarized zone in San Vicente, Cajuan, with her campaign manager, Clara Rojas, when they were kidnapped by the guerrilla group known as FARC. They were held captive for almost six years. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. For today's story, listener discretion is advised. This episode includes discussions of cruelty, abuse, and sexual deviance that some people may find distressing. We advise extreme caution for children under 13. Today we're covering the kidnapping of Ingrid Betancourt and Clara Rojas, Let's go back to the skies above Colombia on February 23rd at around 7 a.m. It had already been a long day. Clara Rojas was in crisis mode when their plane landed for a brief layover. While in the air, Ingrid Betancourt's entire campaign staff had read a concerning headline in a local newspaper. Ingrid's campaign in disarray, she's on her own. The article was the latest in a series of political setbacks Ingrid had recently suffered. Clara was already reeling from the week before when a number of her key campaign staff had resigned. During their layover, Clara arranged a last-minute press release while they sat in the VIP waiting room. They needed to project the image that Ingrid Betancourt wasn't alone and was gaining momentum as the May election drew closer. Ingrid had suggested the day before that Clara didn't have to join her on this trip. It was a risky one. Peace talks with FARC had recently dissolved, and the mayor of San Vicente del Cajuan wanted someone from his party to show the government had not forgotten them. Despite the danger, Ingrid agreed to go. Clara insisted on going too. Momentum was momentum, and she needed to be by Ingrid's side to show her support, both as a friend and a campaign manager. She would spend years regretting this decision. They arrived in Florencia just before 9 a.m. on the 23rd. The plan was to take a helicopter from there to San Vicente. The first army helicopter arrived at 10 a.m., filled with soldiers and officials. It left ahead of them in preparation for the arrival of President Andres Pastrana Arango, who was also scheduled to visit that day. This visit came as a surprise to Ingrid's team, who thought she would be the only politician visiting the area that day. The presidential plane arrived at around 11. According to Ingrid, the president saw them, but didn't acknowledge them and just walked on by. Ingrid's entourage was at a loss. It was unclear whether they had authorization to proceed. All the military helicopters left, 
and none had space to take Ingrid's delegation. They had two choices, travel to San Vicente by land or give up and go home. The latter seemed too much like admitting defeat. The local Department of Security agents agreed to set them up with a pickup truck, but without any security personnel to join them. In the end, the car would only take five people, Ingrid, Clara, a driver, and two journalists who were covering the campaign. The lack of security mystified Clara and Ingrid, but they were unwilling to waste any more time arguing. Reassured by a promise that security would pick them up for their flight the next day, they set off. It was hot that afternoon. According to Rojas, it was 85 degrees in the shade. They encountered an army checkpoint fairly early and received word that there hadn't been any recent fighting in the area. They stopped in the town of Montañitas to refuel. And then the trouble began. Their kidnapping began without fanfare. A young man stepped out onto the road in front of them and waved for them to stop. He carried a rifle and wore a machete on his back. Within minutes, they were surrounded by armed men in uniforms. Suddenly, a loud explosion came from nearby, and one of the men standing nearby fell, blood running from a wound in his face. The guerrillas loaded him into the politician's truck, and the young man with the rifle climbed in as well. In the chaos, someone shouted to the driver to take the man to a hospital. Under the instructions of their new passengers, Ingrid's car sped off. Ten minutes later, they reached another checkpoint of sorts, where the group was divided up and put onto different vehicles. Ingrid and Clara were set into the back of their own truck and taken deeper into the jungle. In all the shock and chaos, they were only just now realizing what had happened. They'd been swept up in guerrilla warfare and kidnapped. They would never make their appearance in San Vicente. Coming up, we'll explore the fallout of this kidnapping and how these women eventually gained their freedom. Listeners, I am thrilled to tell you that this month marks a huge milestone for ParCast. It's the four-year anniversary of another fantastic podcast I host called Serial Killers. If you haven't had a chance to dive into the stories and psychology behind the most nightmarish murderers of all time, there's no better time than right now to start listening. Each week, we enter the minds, the methods, and the madness of the world's most sadistic serial killers. From the son of Sam, David Berkowitz, and the co-ed killer Edmund Kemper, to Eileen Wardos, Ed Gein, and coming soon, the Night Stalker Richard Ramirez. And this February, look out for our four-part special on couples who kill, following the worst love has to offer. Their names may sound ordinary, but their atrocities are anything but. Trust me, you do not want to miss it. With hundreds of episodes available to binge and new ones released weekly, get to know the killers, crimes, and cases that forever changed the face of history. Follow the Spotify original from Parcast, Serial Killers. New episodes air every Monday and Thursday, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, 
the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now, back to the story. On February 23, 2002, Ingrid Betancourt and her campaign manager, Clara Rojas, were both captured by guerrillas just outside of San Vicente del Cajuan. The guerrillas were members of a group known as FARC, which stood for the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia. According to Rojas, the two women began plotting their escape within three days of being taken. They attempted to escape twice, and after the second attempt, a rift between them began to widen due to stress and the frustration of the failed escape attempts. As their captivity wore on, Betancourt wound up being absent for the election in May of that year. She received only 0.5% of the vote. An attempt was made by the French government to rescue Betancourt, who held dual citizenship with France. But it went horribly wrong, and the rescue team was unable to locate her. The last time either she or Rojas were seen publicly was in a video FARC released later in 2003. After that, the public had little to go on besides the word of FARC members. In 2006, a curious rumor reached the press about Rojas. She had apparently given birth to a son three years into her captivity, who she named Emmanuel. Details of the father are scarce, but the prevailing story is that Rojas had a consensual affair with one of her guards. The childbirth had to be conducted via cesarean section, with the rebels sterilizing their surgical tools over a candle, reading instructions on how to do it from a medical book. Rojas herself refused to comment on the circumstances of Emmanuel's conception, saying, the only thing I will say is that during my captivity, I underwent an experience that left me pregnant. It was forbidden among FARC soldiers to have sexual relationships with their prisoners, so it's been suggested that Emmanuel's father was banished or executed. Thankfully, this harrowing experience eventually came to an end. Both Rojas and Betancourt were rescued in July of 2008 by the Colombian military. Those six years in the jungle, going from camp to camp, changed the course of these women's lives immensely. The once tight friends each wrote books on their respective experiences and moved on with their lives as much as could be done after their rescue. They haven't worked together since. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. For stories similar to this one, check out the Spotify original from Parcast, Hostage. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. 
This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Robert Teamstra, with writing assistance by Alex Benedon and fact-checking by Cheyenne Lopez. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Listeners, don't forget to check out the Spotify original from Parcast, Serial Killers. Every Monday and Thursday, take a deep dive into the minds and madness of history's most notorious murderers. You can binge hundreds of episodes, four years' worth, and catch new episodes weekly. Listen to Serial Killers free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.